When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Hello, and welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me, John Richardson. And me, Matt Ford. Matthew, old friend. Old, older friend now mm. than ever. You're older now than I've ever known you. Where shall we begin? Oh, God, so many choices, John. I think it'll mm. be... Oh, have you seen that picture of Mason Mount? <laughs> yes. At the Black Panther premiere, yes. wearing... A kind of oversized light brown woolen suit and a, a white shirt. But the trousers are so, like, they're wrapper wide. Yeah, they're too big. But, you know, I'm not a man to comment on fashion. It just makes me jealous of his, his confidence because I, I need all the height I can get. I'm very much about creating the impression that I'm taller than I am. And that is the trouser of a man that says, I don't mind if you think I'm small. It looks like he's wearing his dad's suit. It looks like he's playing dress up and he's got yeah. his dad's wardrobe and he's come out wearing his suit and he's doing an impression of his dad going to the office. Did you ever play that game at Christmas with your family? I mean, I don't know if people still play. In an era of Cards Against Humanity and, uh, you know, iPads, God knows if people still play these games, where, you know, <laughs> <bar of> chocolate. My <laughs> granddad. Oh, well, he's hit you hard, hasn't it? <laughs> fucking hell. I don't know if people still have. Do you still have fucking Christmas nannies? Was it all fucking. Cards Against Humanity on your eye dongles. Eh? <laughs> I love Cards Against Humanity. But what I mean is Christmas and family games have evolved, haven't they? Um, yeah, they have, Grandad. What's wrong with it? Never to... please spin the thruppence. You know what? I let a comment go earlier. When you were saying about wanting to be tall, I'm like, mate, you're getting to a point now where you're getting old. Your spine's going to start shrinking. <laughs> I'm gonna you're going to start, start getting yoga. shorter. It's not because I'm going to start doing yoga. You'll flatten the curve. I'm going to anyway. finally be my full height. There was a Christmas game that our family used to play, I'm sure others did, where you had a bar of chocolate, <laughs> a knife and fork, <laughs> and like a coat, a hat, a scarf, whatever. Yes. And you roll the dice, and if you roll a double six, you have to put all the clothes on and then start eating the bar of chocolate with the knife and fork. But the moment someone else rolls a double six, they have to take over. Yes. Did you ever play that game? Yeah, not not with my family at Christmas. I think that's a little bit weird. Um, but I would play what? it at sort of kids' birthday parties. What's weird about playing it with the fam? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The, the image makes me slightly uncomfortable. Oh. I, and, but anyway, he looks like that. He looks like he's rolled a double six and had to put his granddad's <laughs> clothes on and then eat a bar of chocolate with a, with a knife and fork. I mean, it's you know what? The top half, you go, that's fine. It's when you see the trousers. I mean, the, the problem is the trousers are so wide and they're clearly too long and they're thick wool. I mean, it'd have been so hot. <gasps> Ooh! Alternative theory alert. Whoop, whoop. 
Press that buzzer. Remember when Gaza tried to lose the weight and he was like wearing bin bags in the run up to France 98? Oh, yeah. I wonder if that's what Mace is doing. I wonder if that's what Air Mace is doing. Uh, If he's just wearing oversized clothes. Yeah, I know. Air Mace. You know, Macy, uh, he's a great lad. No, trains hard, you know. This is uh, what's going to get you into the Qatar World Cup because I, I don't think I'm going to watch it. And I don't, I think you genuinely on. feel such an affection for these players. I think that's going to be yeah. your downfall. I think you're going to feel like you're supporting your mate, Mace. Go on, Mace. Yeah, Mace. I do. I love him. I love, I mean, I really do. I mean, I love a lot of them. I really feel for Harry Maguire. I, I love Raheem Sterling. Obviously, deeply, deeply love Marcus Rashford. But I, I I do have a special thing for Harry Kane. Yeah, I just think there's some. I just think he's worked so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like there's certain players like Rooney or Gaza or um, Owen where they just like e- explode at a young age, and everyone goes, "Oh my god!" Was he just he had to do it the hard way? And I really respect that. I, I just respect the graft of it. And do you remember those England games after the games at Wembley the other year when everyone was going ballistic? He would always do a lap of the pitch and, and just like applaud everyone on his own at the end. All right. I just think it, I think there's something about Harry Kane that I don't know. I just I kind of you know what's odd is these people are really successful. They're well remunerated for what they do. I, I kind of feel for them sometimes. I really feel for Marcus Rashford. I really feel for Harry Maguire. At times I feel for Harry Kane, I just think the pressure on his shoulders is incredible. Yeah, they're big shoulders, though, aren't they? They're broad shoulders. Ooh. You, a, a Kane cynic in our midst. I don't mind him. A country hater. I don't a mind. non-believer. I don't mind him. I don't feel sorry. Treachery. Treachery, I say. You'd want England to win the World Cup, though, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well, no, because then I'll be annoyed to watch it. I want him to go out in the group stage. And then I just want it to be the next You're like that one. MP. Um... You know, the, is it the MP for Ashfield, Tory MP for Ashfield, Lee Anderson? Yes. Who um, stopped watching England games because they were taking the knee. <laughs> and then England got to the final. I was like, it must have been a nightmare. Are you going to watch the final? No, no. If they're taking the knee, I'm not bothered. You're like, what, you didn't watch it? And then you didn't watch the Lionesses win it? Like, oh, my God. Why would you not watch yeah, it? Well, that is the problem. It'll be a real test if we get to the final. But uh, I'm not saying I'm not going to watch it because I don't want to get caught out. But the mo- if you ask me right now, I'd say I'm not going to watch it. But I'm going to have to come up with a plan of something else to do. What else do you remember about that moment then? So you, you obviously remember being allowed to go out. Do you remember what you did when you got uh, home? Well, I would have made tea, not to, not to go full Kez on it. But, you know, my mum was a single mother working full time, so I would come home and make tea for the family. And what tea would you have likely made? Almost certainly a vegetable curry uh, featuring a tin of chickpeas, perhaps some fried onion, uh, some tinned carrot, uh, mostly tinned produce. Uh, And then I'd learned a trick from Ainsley Harriet on Can't Cook, Won't Cook about putting a little bit of turmeric in your rice so it looks like pilau rice and comes out yellow. Hang on. Um, and I do that to this day. How old were you? Oh, 11 or 12. You were making curries at 11? Yeah, but like jar, jar of curry, fry an onion, fry a bit of garlic, jar of curry sauce, load of tinned stuff, wallop. John, I, I mean, I hate, you know, I'm a huge admirer of yours and I have so much respect for you. I, I just think you were so far ahead of everyone else. I think most kids can't chop an onion at 11. I, I, would, I would go so far as to say I think most... People in this country couldn't chop an onion at 16 and fry it and cook a curry. Maybe even at eight. I was making omelettes uh, maybe five or six, I think. Um, 
I was allowed to uh, use the hob very young. But how did you, I mean, you can barely reach it now. Did you have like? A, did you have it lowered like a drop curb? <laughs> I used to. They were made of wood. They were toy omelets, sure. Um, but you know, I used to make the sizzling noise. That counts, doesn't it? There you go, mummy. Oh. I would sit on the uh, sit on the worktop next to the oven. We had a little black and white telly in the corner of the kitchen, and I have uh, vivid memories of watching Dapple Down Farm with Brian Cant. And sitting on the workshop and uh, cooking an omelette. So, you, cooking omelettes early. Just, some of the details on the curry really warmed my heart. You said tinned carrots. Yeah. I love the taste of tinned carrots. Uh, and I They're think so that's sweet. why now they are sweet. I love tinned carrots and tinned potato. Tinned potatoes oh. really is evocative of childhood. Oh. They're waxy and salty. I've had an idea. I've had an idea. At our live event on the 11th of December, ticket information available soon. Uh, first of a CPFPL live. Uh, I think it's in Harrogate, it's up north somewhere. Um, maybe um, either before or after, you and I could like cook for each other and just eat some tin. Uh, uh, <laughs> <that's terrible>. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why did I get all excited about that? It sounds shit. Cook, cook each other some tinned carrot. Oh, who's that at the door? Uh-oh. It's time for Onana. What's my name? <laughs> Ding dong. Come in. Ah. Oh. Nice like... house. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah. Do you have food? Yeah, I've got food. Do you have teeth? <laughs> of course I have teeth. I'm not a uh, pensioner. Yeah. What, where's the food? Um. Well, Henning. Um, it's just over here in the, on the on the kitchen worktop. I don't, I don't want to get the uh, carpet dirty, so if you don't mind just eating in the kitchen area, uh, and then if you want to come through and socialise, uh, we're all in the uh, in the living room. Yeah, I'm happy to eat anywhere. Um, what food do you have? Uh, well, I've got. Um, it's not. It's the food isn't as tasty as the party I had last week. Um, I'm sort of famous for having good food at my parties, and I think this party has gone down a little bit. I don't, you know, we'll look into the reasons for that. But um, uh, what do you like? Sauerkraut. Uh, on occasion, yes, but not not every week. I like um, grilled chicken, rice, uh, high protein, low fat. Mm-hmm. Occasional you... treats, maybe a boost, boost bar. <laughs> a boost bar. Say it again. Yeah, battered sausage and uh, curry sauce. Yeah. Did you say boost yeah. bar for me again? Boost bar. Boost bar. I like that. Yeah, the so boost. Um, I like a uh, cabbage flake, but I can yeah. only have one a week. My missus, she's, uh, you know, she said, you become fat pig if you eat all this. So she make me run and then I can eat. I'm going to say uh, that you're a German gentleman. Why are you asking me this question? I'm a football manager. That's a silly question. Okay. So you're a German football manager with teeth. Why are you asking me this? Oh, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, I'm, not a, uh, I'm not a dentist. Okay. I'm a football manager. You, you, you should get dentist on here instead of asking me this. Do you want to uh, take your baseball cap off or are you be leaving that on? Look, I'm not fashion designer. Why are you asking me about fashion all the time? Look, I'm a football manager. You know, ask the politicians about the fashion designers. Ask the politicians about the fashion designers. Is everything yeah, all look, right? You strike me as someone who's having a hard year and you, you're sort of you're taking it quite badly. No, I don't take it well or badly. Look, I don't know why you ask me about it. If you want to, look, you want to know about it well, you know, speak to a plumber. I am not about this. I'm about purely about the football. 
Okay, then. Uh, Can I ask you a question? I think you guessed who I was straight away. Yeah, I did. It's a good impression. I think rarely for Onana, what's my name, or Lukaku's lines anyway, as it was formerly known. I think I got it from the impression straight away, which is after your despicable Trent Alexander-Arnold and Declan Rice fiascos. Wow. Okay. So, do I am I welcome to stage a party or do I have to, uh, what is it you say, uh, sling sling my hook? No. uh, Thomas Frank, it's been a pleasure having you here (laughs) and um, you can stay as long as you like. You know, I like the humor. I like the British humor, but I want to say this to you, uh, Jim. Uh, you're a little bitch, and you know you, you sit there making f-ing tinned carrot curry and slagging everything off, and you know you you try you try walking a mile in my shoes, my friend. Uh, okay. I, I see you in the street. I beat you to a f-ing pulp. Okay. Well, you you can see. Yeah. Me no now. cameras, and I know those streets because I drag people there. Okay. Okay. You and that little one from the Liverpool Echo. Yes. Bye. Have a zen. Just. Well. This is the problem with him. You know, he, he can be very charming, but he can be also, he can be very confrontational. Can't well, I say. think you've captured that. I think that I'm going to go as far as to say, the listeners will decide, obviously, hello at cpfbl.com. I think that's your best impression for a long time. I think that's that's almost worthy of putting into your, um, what you call your live show. <laughs> you can know, you put that into you, your act? Yeah, you know what's tragic? Obviously, I've never really, it's the first time I've ever done it, but you know what I find um, really sad mm-hmm. is... <sighs> Every time you pay a compliment, it, it genuinely makes me happy. Well, that's that's what compliments are for, isn't it? I know, no, but it, it always means it genuinely means more coming from you because you don't often give them. So no, it, I don't. I'm not often impressed by your work. No, <laughs> but I'm always like, oh man, oh well, that's nice. John actually said something nice, and I, I that's then a have really to good Diddy Haman. <laughs> Like a couple of scoops. That's how you have that podcast. Yeah, sure, man. I like a couple of scoops. I like my sherbets. <laughs> He's on a podcast with Carragher when they're talking about the Champions League final. He's like, do you, remember, do you remember what happened after the final? You got up to coach. He's like, oh, you know me, Carragher. I like a couple of scoops. I like my sherbets. <laughs> it's so funny the way he talks. Oh, man. Or perhaps oh, over here next week. Ooh, nah, nah. What's my name? Um, should I do that at the start and at the end of the feature as well? What was the thing about me googling a city that we did that last week, didn't we? Oh yeah, where you learn about a city live on air. Yeah, well, we've got an email from Andrew. Okay, uh, Andrew says, "Good afternoon, gents. Hi. I was going to email and ask a question about how to manage the wild card over the World Cup period, but I'm guessing from your score that you know about as much as I do." So instead, I was wondering how much money would have to be raised for a charity of your choice for the loser of this season to eat shit. <laughs> Clearly, there's an unhealthy obsession with shit eating on this podcast, so I think it's worth taking advantage. I propose the loser, who, by the way, I think will be John, has to eat a tiny amount of shit, perhaps dog or human, which he can instantly wash down with whatever he wants and pile his mouth full of vegan chewing gum. It's just a thought. Good luck for the rest of the season. Love the pod. Andrew, I read this email sort of largely to say, I think that's got to be it for shit eating. Once your listeners are taking the time, I don't know what Andrew does for a living. I don't know his family status. Once you've taken time out of your life to email to whatever you like, you you may not like our work, but we are professionals to suggest that perhaps at the end of the season, they consume dog or human feces. That really is a sign that the podcast has gone in a direction that I think neither of us should be that proud of. I disagree. I think, 
for the live show on the 11th of December. Ticket information available soon. Priority, of course, to our another slice of listeners. Um, I think we need to find what turds are safe for human consumption. So mm. I, I, I don't think either of us should just eat a fresh shit. But I think you might be able to find, <laughs> for instance, like dried camel dung that's edible or whatever. And then on the night, we'd do some sort of thing that ends in a forfeit and one of us has to eat it. Well, do you know what there is? There's the um, there's that civet coffee that is shit shit out coffee beans, isn't there? Um, oh, you know the the oh, civet. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's very expensive. So perhaps the the, the loser pays um, to drink civet shit coffee. Okay, I've 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 I've, I've um, googled what shit is safe to eat. Um, <laughs> We're really going in different directions here. Well, I just think it'd be really great if one of us ate shit live. Um, National Geographic <laughs> great. an article. Why great. do animals, including your dog, eat poop? Oh, and mate, says, I've read enough about dogs eating their own shit to last a lifetime. Well, here we go. It says, most snack on feces because it contains some undigested food and there's vital nutrients. So they can tell, basically, they shit it <clears> out <throat> and go, oh, there's still some left in there. Oh, God. This like just can't. looking back down and going, oh, there's still some peas I missed. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Getting stuck in. So let's, if you do know, hello at cpfpl.com. I mean, it's either that or we buy like a chocolate cake, make it look like a turd. Yeah. I mean, but that's not a forfeit, is it? That's just a treat. I mean, I, I just don't think we should spend too much time thinking about ways to eat shit, G- given that we are in charge of this podcast. Yes, we discussed, good point. for example, karaoke last week. Blake says the loser should do tequila on karaoke with full instrumentals. <laughs> I mean, that would be such a funny song to pick because it would be such a terrible karaoke song Yeah, that I think it would work. Well, we could do that live at the end of the live show. Oh, um, tequila. It, it makes, makes us happy. happy. Oh God! No, 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 no! That went through me. Um, you did also ask for players uh, in a feature called Vladimiro Skatina, whose name yes. sounds like shit. Yes, uh, and we've had one in from Tam Miller, uh, who okay. says Celtic had a player called Raphael Shite. Um, it was spelled S C H E I D T. Um, he was a four million pounds. He had one international cap for Brazil, and he was indeed shite. Um, perhaps Jurgen Klopp could uh, pass comment. Ah, yeah. I, well, I don't want to um, be disrespectful. Um, I thought he had m- many. Um, of course, in Germany we say shite, so it, it, it would not be um, offensive where I'm from. We just say shite. And then it would be like in England saying Smith or Jones. So until, you know, people start saying you've got to eat Smith and, and Smith in Germany would be Schmidt, which again sounds like shit. So, you know, you are basically on a shit cycle where you either sound like shit, you play like shit, you smell of shit, you cannot escape it. And I think in the end you end up eating it. And then, of course, you eat <laughs> shit, you put the shit out, then you eat it. You are basically a sort of uh, dough factory with your own mouth. Thanks, Jürgen. He's, uh, he, sounds a bit, just... <laughs> he sounds a bit like when Leeds signed Roque Junior. It sounds like an absolute disaster. He was signed by Kenny Dalgleish, sent out on loan to Corinthians by Martin O'Neill, who after five appearances said in pre-season, I like footballers who are not like you. Further adding, I like footballers who play well. Oh. That is... 
That's a heck of a last chat with your manager. Oh, what's salty. the worst sacking you've ever? You strike me as someone who's been let go from a job with words like that. No, you I, are I, not good at this. You don't even mean that because you know I would be a diligent employee. Oh yeah, but I bet at some point you've been way out of your depth, like working in a mechanics. Oh yeah, what? the uh, chassis, f- mate. What do you mean? You know the thing the music comes out of? That's the radio, you fucking dork. Yeah, but why? <laughs> I totally agree. I would be out of my depth in uh, mechanics, which is why I've never worked there. You can't imagine me working in the mechanics. No, I'd love to see it. Oh, absolutely. Just, you with your overalls on. I mean, with my eczema. My hands are just permanently bleeding. It'd be terrible. Uh, that's true. It's, I'm not cut out for it. Have you ever had a job like that? Have you ever done manual labour? Uh... No, no. I um I don't mind it though. I quite like it. I I helped someone move house once and I remember thinking I, I wouldn't mind doing this, but that's very much the words of a man who did it once. Um I suspect day after day it would would start to piss me off. I like driving and I like stacking stuff neatly. Oh, so you could be like a, a haulier. Oh, I've always said if if this went tits up for me, uh, or when it goes tits up, what's the point? Long distance lorry driver. Absolutely. Long distance Clara. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Was that from Pigeon Kids Street? TV programme. Yeah. If you go to Pigeon Street. God, we're old. We are sad old bastards. Are we going to do that thing where I learn about a city? Oh, yeah. How does it work? Um, I'll just Google it and tell you about it. I'm going to tell you a city, and I want you to Google it now and just talk about what you find out about it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm standing by. Um, Today's city is the Portuguese city of Porto. Okay, here we go. Um, It's a coastal city in the northwest of Portugal. Always known for stately bridges and ports. Why why did I not know it's where port came from? There we go. There's a big fact straight away. I just presumed port was Italian. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god it's where pork and you oh you clever little cow you got me port for my birthday i did get you a little bottle of port for your birthday yeah so see port's been on your mind a little bit you sort of led mm-hmm. me there it's, it's recognized as a global city and a global city has a hyperlink okay so here we go uh, uh, man there's actually a, a definition a global city is a city that serves as a primary node in the global economic network the concept originates from geography and urban studies. Oh, wow. God. So it does count as a global city. It was a, a, an outpost of the Roman Empire. How did I know so little about this? Oh, my God. Port wine, one of Portugal's most famous exports, I'd say after Nando's, since the, uh, named after Porto, uh, was responsible for the packaging, transport, and export of fortified wine. Oh, my God. I've never been to Portugal, you know. You've never been to Portugal? No, no, no. Have you? All right. No, well, perhaps that's where we should go for our joint 40th bash. Why yeah. don't we go to Porto? Shall we? Oh, Porto. Would, would we? I worry we'd get into trouble there. In Porto? You can't, can't we get go... in trouble in Portugal, can you? I don't know. I'd rather do New York, Berlin. Okay. Or somewhere in France. It's these air miles, isn't it? It's these air miles. Twin towns. Oh, it's twin with Bristol. Is it? Well, that is no interesting. Way. And it's, I mean, it's, it's twinned with all sorts of places. Shanghai, uh, Guatemala City. Oh, my God. Isn't this, isn't knowledge for its own sake <laughs> so satisfying in itself? <laughs> from now on, I'm, I'm going to be going, you know, that's where Port's from. And everyone's going to go, yeah, because it's named after our f- Yeah. 
God, I tell you what, John, it looks. Be- have you ever been to Portugal? I have been to Portugal. Yeah, I haven't been to Porto. Where in Portugal? Oh, I bet you've been to the Algarve. Oh, I've been to another place named after a famous alcohol in Portugal. Stella Street. Not Stella Street. No, um, it is a lager. Carling Close. Not Carling Close. No. Um, San Miguel City. It's in the southwest corner of the country. Um. You want to have a look now on the map? Australia. See if you can. See if you can not Australia, no. Uh, <sighs> Keep going down. Keep going down. It, it is. It's It's very much the land's end of Portugal. I can't see the map. Just Oh, just tell me. <laughs> Sagres. I would never have guessed that in a million years. No, I didn't think you'd guess it. That's why I told you to look at the map, you tit. I thought it was South African Sagres for some reason. Portugal is where I took Lucy after we first met. We'd only known each other a couple of weeks. I was uh, being all showbiz. I said, hey, let's go on holiday together. Let's be like crazy. We went for a two-day break to Portugal. I got food poisoning the first night and spent two days shitting and vomiting in the hotel room. And then we came home. Did she have a good time? No, she had to run to uh, a late-night pharmacy in a country she didn't know and didn't speak the language to mime shitting diarrhoea and vomiting so that she got the right tablets. Uh, no. Are we <laughs> shitting up wall? You got out for, um, how do you say, um, shiting you sen, and he, he puked everywhere. <laughs> I'll tell you what I remember, though. It was, it, I think it was the League Cup final, and there were three Premier League games that day. And I watched, I stayed in the hotel room and watched four football matches in bed while she that had a holiday trick. on her own. That old trick. You yeah. never done. I'll tell you what, I had no idea that that feature was going to turn out to be my favourite. I loved your Jurgen Klopp impression. I enjoy Animal Weapon Location. But hearing the the sheer joy of you learning a fact about a new city, I don't know if the listeners agree, I think it's wonderful. And I think it's the opposite of listeners emailing in to say, why don't you eat shit? Which has now (laughs) become not just an offensive email, but a genuine suggestion about how we end this season. So let's well, move away from shit eating and more global travel. Okay. After rereading the sentence, I propose that the loser has to eat a tiny amount of shit, and I'm wondering what's gone wrong with my life and career. <laughs> um, I love that, though. I like that we're all in this together, that we've all got this in common. Yeah. A community here. What, that we're all going down together? You know, we're all in on it. I mean, obviously, people have a relationship with podcasts and shows or whatever, but everyone who listens to this show is all part of this weird thing. Where how would you explain this to someone? If you go, oh, you've got to listen to this, and no, I don't, I don't think you like, would. Really doesn't matter. They talk about yeah. shit a lot. You go, like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> One of them's going to eat shit at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> we can go and see it live on the 11th of December in Harrogate. Is it in Harrogate we're doing it? Uh, Harrogate, yeah, Rooster's Brewery. John, I've got some exciting news. You're retiring from comedy and emigrating. <laughs> no, even uh. more exciting than that. We are going to release our very own CPFPL podcast beer with Kirkstall Brewery, and we've asked our listeners to send in their suggestions for what it should be called, uh, and like Erling Haaland, they have delivered. So, we've got a name for our new beer. Can you remember what it is? It's CPFP Hellas. It's a real quench boost. Um, I think it, I can't believe 
This is so cool that we've got our own beer. CPFP Hellas, a real quench boost, will be released soon by Kirkstall Brewery and we'll be giving some away as prizes to listeners and another slice subscribers. And we might even get some paraphernalia made up of beer mats and bar towels. This is the dream come true. Now, as we know, Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious and CPFB Hells will be no different. We've got our own beer! As well as brewing great beer, Kirkstall also have some of the best pubs in Yorkshire like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Inn in Bradford and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. You can get 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20. Just visit the website kirkstallbrewery.com, click on shop and enter the code for 20% off everything with the code CPFPL20 and oh my God, Coming to market soon, our own beer, CPFP Hells, a real quench boost. Can you imagine? I mean, is it the most egotistical thing in the world to get drunk on your own beer? It would be worse if it was called, like, 40. I got drunk on our own show. I've had five pints of me. Getting high on your own supply. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to taste it. Okay, uh, that's all we've got time for this week. We'll be back next week with another episode where we'll be joined by a manager with two teams in our league. Find out why. It's Chris McCausland. And remember, go to anotherslice.com where you get bonus exclusive content in the Diamond Club. Go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl. Uh, We've got four exclusive episodes already on the platform. There's now monthly FPL prices and we're doing that live show on the 11th of December in Arrogate. Tweet us at ComediansFPL. Email us, hello at cpfpl.com. Find us on Insta. Hit us up on Facebook. And you've got to remember, man, you've got to leave that five-star written review. Bye. Bye.